It's time now to return to Sector 5 with Chief Security Officer Dickie Shannon. Wow. I feel like the Terminator tonight. I don't, I don't know why. I just, I just feel all kind of metallic and kind of sexy. Welcome to Sector 5 Radio, hot summer night in Salt Lake City. We appreciate you tuning in anywhere on the planet. I know it's hot here. Is it burning where you are tonight? Howard Taylor, our VIP, coming up. Right here in Sector 5 Radio, live at Salt Lake City. A nice, be- uh, beautiful, really nice uh, July 24th. Happy one to you, too. If you're listening someplace else on the planet, July 24th is a special day here. Uh, the uh, called, called Pioneer Day. Uh, days of 47, all that kind of cool stuff. Uh, with the uh, ox carts that came across the West and ended up right here in Salt Lake City. And, and it's really kind of fun to talk about that cool stuff. Something else fun to talk about is whoever's on the phone. C- uh, is it Cena? Is that correct? It's Dina. Dina. Okay. They sent it in to me. It was spelled wrong. Dina, hi. You're calling in from uh, Washington, D.C. tonight. Yeah. Yeah. It's appreciate having you on the show here. Thanks for listening in D.C. And you said you wanted to ask Howard Taylor something special. Yeah. I uh, I met this guy at a comic book store. And um, so, so far, mm. it's been going great. But his mother got in the way. Like, she called me up, and she's, like, saying, stay away from my son and all of this random stuff, and I just don't know what to do about it, you know? Well, uh, speaking as somebody who is an expert on relationships, uh, and I I say that with tongue firmly in cheek, (laughs) um, the relationship that you have with, uh, with this young man, uh, ultimately, you know, if it's something that's going to last, is going to be a relationship with other members of his family. Um, if you can't straighten things out with uh, his mom, then you may never be able to be happy with him. And I say this exactly. because my my wife's family, um, we didn't always get along, but we uh, we kind of we kind of worked through it, and we've we've got a great relationship as a as a result. Oh, that's good. There was other things I had questions of. What kind of comic books was he near at the time of the of the incident in question? I don't know, Dina. What was he reading? Um, Spider Man. Okay, okay, he's he's okay. He's, yeah, he's mainstream. Well, he's good. He seems to be like a mama's boy. How old are you? I'm nineteen. How old is he? He's twenty one. Okay. It's it's a great that's a great age relationship sort of thing. I. You know what? Maybe spend time in public places talking about Spider-Man and uh, and 
and send his send his mom. Well, we don't get along book. because we don't get along on comic books because I support Batman and he supports Iron Man. Oh well, well, the good news is that they're from two different universes, so they don't actually need to fight. They never interact <laughs> unless you're playing hero clicks. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 do you I, consider, still, you, I still don't understand. But do, thank you, Howard. Oh, <laughs> well, you're like to be no, are you are you a uh, are you consider yourself a girl geek? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I love Star Wars. Absolutely. Uh, okay. To be honest, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Star Wars. Okay. Well, there you go. It's, no, so is he Star Wars or Star Trek? I, he's actually Star Wars too. Oh, that's see, but I, I love like Star Trek more than Star Wars. Oh, okay. See, now uh, that's called taste. Uh, see, that's well, that's you know we don't uh, need to bash the. the There's no bashing. I would love to live in the Star Trek universe much more than the Star Wars that's universe true. because I'm much less likely to get murdered by a Jedi. <laughs> yeah, for real. Star Trek is, is where it's at. But Star Wars is okay. But Star Wars is uh, Star Wars is. You know what? Uh, embrace the embrace the commonalities. Find things to talk about, and if you can figure out a way to connect with his mom, then well, you've like, won. what if his mom comes after me with a, uh, I don't know, a new Jedi costume? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, what you do is you whip out your Tantalus device. It's very important to have access to your Tantalus control device, and then you zap him. Oh no! No, you are you serious? I mean, serious. Yeah, I'm serious. She dressed up. This mother is insane. Wow. wow. That's scary, man. Uh, well, I don't I, know what do you do about that, Howard. Um, if my mother-in-law came after me with a Jedi lightsaber, I don't I would yeah. would, you I would run screaming into the screaming into the streets. I have no idea. Okay. Well, that Marvel was a very scary image I just conjured okay. in my head. Dina, Dina keep it uh, I guess you know, Howard's advice I think. Keep it in a public place, hang out, just kind of get to know one another. You know, I, have you been hanging out for a while? Yeah. Oh, okay. So you kind of feel like you know the guy. Yeah, I, I know him very well. And is he cool with you? Yeah. So you he guys obsessed with me. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Does he okay. read Schlock Mercenary? <laughs> what? If you, I think what your problem is is that there's not enough Schlock Mercenary being read between the two of you. And you, we don't need that. We don't need that level of plug. Uh, a shameless plug here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Tina, thank you very much. I hope it works out for you guys. Uh, call back to Sector Five or send a, a, a tweet or an email to Howard too. Let him know what's going on. Okay. All right, Howell. Thank Good you. Luck. We've got some uh, okay, stuff right. off uh, tweeting. Yeah, yeah she's a sweetie. Now? Thank you very much. That was Who very nice. The tweets that are going on that you laughing at over there. Oh no uh, no, no no no! I'm. Uh, Facebooking? Uh, I'm, oh. I'm checking. I'm checking to see what has come up. There are a lot of people on Facebook who are telling me, oh, no, I can't connect to the stream. Uh, oh, no, they go K-Talk. Just can't stop the signal. Is it? I don't know. Any I brown know. coats at, out there? Look at my guy. Stopping the signal. Are, are we? Hey, Dave, Spacey Dave, uh, is the stream working or what? What's going on tonight? Yeah, we're good. Okay, we're that's good. fine. We're fine. Okay. Okay, send it out. Well, send it out. you have to understand there could be up to five hundred thousand people trying to do this because uh, you're here. So it's it's we fine. we hit a we broke we had a I know that this is kind of about the subject, but we had the world's most famous Bigfoot hunter on the show back about three months ago. Oh. His name is Tom Biscardi, and he has he's on in like. I, I, he has people listening in like countries. yeah, fifty four countries around the planet listen to this guy every wow. Wednesday night on this podcast, and I mean they shut down the stream. <laughs> I mean they could not. This, the people we have are streaming through literally were overwhelmed. They were crashing everything because so many. I mean hundreds of thousands of people were trying to tune in. See, as so, a as a guy who wow. used to do that kind of web service yeah. stuff for a yeah. living, yeah. I'm tempted to ask. Yeah. 
about the technology, but that's dull. That's because the stream... <laughs> the, the train the, is, the, I think the, I can. The stream, the stream we currently have and won't have in the future could not support that kind wow. of, you know, those kind of hits. Okay, let's get back with Howard tonight uh, and get back into what he does. And, you know, it's more than relationship-solving, friends, but I guess you could be the... Um, schlock mercenary advisor. Um, I don't yeah, know. Boy, boy, Anyways, uh, let's thought. ask you. We always ask uh, authors. Uh, in this case, we get an author artist uh, about ebooks. About what do you think about the digital world and your material? How do you feel about that? I'm a big fan. You love it. I love it. Good. I love it a lot. Um, right now, most of the people who read my work read it electronically online. Mm-hmm. Um, we are looking at the possibility of you know bundling up ebooks and and. Uh, cool. Selling stuff in that way, I've actually sold ebooks right ebook rights to a publisher. Um, nothing's been announced yet, so I'm not at liberty to disclose who or why or yeah. how much or anything okay. like that. Uh, but I feel pretty strongly that the way in which we consume uh, printed media is is changing. Yeah. You know, most of us read the news yeah. on computers now. Yeah. Uh, web comics are hugely popular in terms of the, you know, comic book genres uh, or you know, comic book medium. Um, and I think ebooks. There's the potential for ebooks to just capsize the printing industry uh, if enough people start carrying around Kindles and iPads in the next decade. Mm-hmm. Uh, it may no longer be profitable to ship around. Uh, blocks of uh, pressed wood pulp with words on them. Well, let me ask you, was, uh, Captain, was it, uh, was it Tracy last week or Larry Correa that we asked that question to? And We asked both of them. Somebody, and, and well, but, but somebody, which one of those, uh, which one of those guests talked about releasing, like, chapters... A that chap- was Tracy. Was that Tracy? Yeah. I know that was Tracy because yeah. uh, he's talked to me about that. An interesting Larry model. Larry now. releases six chapters at a time online. Yeah, but that was an interesting business model where he said you were, you'd sign up mm-hmm. and you'd get these chapters. Then when it was done and you purchased all these chapters like a serial, you'd get the actual shelving. You could put that copy on your shelf and say, oh, boy, I got that exclusive copy. he signs copy. them and numbers them or something. Uh, yeah, and, that's an interesting and, idea. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's an interesting model. My yeah. model's a little different in that right now everybody who reads online reads for free and then people can buy books if they want to. And maybe, maybe 2% of yeah. my readers buy books, but I sell enough books. I, I sell them directly uh, so I get to keep all of the proceeds. Oh, let's talk about your website real quick. Tell everybody about your website. Oh, website, uh, schlockmercenary.com, <laughs> S-C-H-L-O-C-K-M-E-R-C-E-N-A-R-Y.com. <laughs> that went by fast. Um, or Google Schlock, and uh, <laughs> okay, and you, you'll find it. Um, or Google your name, too. It comes Google up Howard with, Taylor. Yeah. If you spell Taylor with an E-R, I'm the only E-R, one. E-R, E-R. Okay. It comes up on Facebook, and you can just hit the link to. <laughs> okay, all right. There's going to be a break coming up here, so I don't want to get into anything big and heavy. But we're talking about so we're talking about digital media. We're talking about ebooks. We're talking about publishing, and let and, and we're going to let's get into it. We may not have enough time before the break, but let's start talking about marketing your web because I mean maybe there's some people listening out there who want to write, who maybe want to publish things on on their own website, write on their own website. Think maybe I might make a couple of dollars if I do it, but how do you do it? How do you get the word out? It's a. I talked earlier about the democratization yeah. of content, and in a democracy, it's hard to get people to vote for you. Yeah. Um, my advice to anybody doing this is put your very best work online for people to see, 
at a publicly available URL and tell people about it. Tell friends about it. Uh, tell Facebook friends about it. Tweet about it. Whatever. Um, and and accept feedback from people who who read it. I, when I say accept feedback, interact with them. Uh, learn what they like. Okay. Learn what they don't okay. like. Learn what they loved about your work. Okay. Uh, and the reason I bring that up is that uh, every so often there are these success stories where somebody gets discovered by the internet at large. It quote, goes viral, unquote. And that can't happen if what you're putting online is a tiny sample of your work that you're not afraid to put up yep. because you, you you don't care if it gets stolen. Um, it has to be the very best effort. In the new, yeah, in the, yeah. The, the new marketplace here, yeah. in the, here yeah. on the web, yeah. you're not worrying about things getting stolen. You're worried about nobody noticing you. That's a good point. So, see, see, that's a great point. See, notice you, not steal from you. I mean, you know, why worry about that? Put a piece of work up there when everyone, as it goes viral, as you pointed out, everybody sees some of your best stuff and goes, I want more. I want to know more. I want to read more. I want to see more. Hang on. More with Howard Taylor here tonight on Sector 5 Radio. Thanks for tuning in. Here at Salt Lake City on AM630 K-Talk, any place on the planet, k-talk.com. We appreciate you hanging in there tonight. Be right back. Dex, I have a toothache, but it'll probably just go away on its own. Are you sure? I can find you the perfect dentist in your neighborhood, rated by users like you. I don't like dentists, and I'm not sure where my phone book is. Well, that's not a problem. We can use my snazzy new DexKnows.com website, more targeted than before with tons of local listings. Oh, sounds great. But I have a dial-up modem, and I have a nights and weekends plan, so we probably... Not to worry. Now Dex is also a mobile app, so you can use it anywhere, anytime. We can find you a dentist right away within a few blocks. That's, uh, great. But I think the battery on my mobile phone is low, so as much as I totally love to do this... I know three places nearby where you can get a spare battery. I really think you should look at that tooth. All right. But I hate reading old magazines and waiting rooms. But what do you say we find a bookstore first so I'll have something to read? And I could use a haircut. Uh-huh. The most complete local info in the book at DexKnows.com and on your mobile device. DexKnows. I need to drop off the dry cleaning, then probably make a bathroom stop at the gas station, then pick up a present at the hobby shop. Oh, good, there's a clean restroom near there. Then to the grocery store. Then I think, oh, that's it, unless Karen wants to meet it up. And in that case, I can stop at the restroom at the Mini Mart of State Street. Do you find yourself toilet bathing? LifeTree is enrolling in a research study for people ages 60 and over who have an overactive bladder. Call LifeTree at 269-8200, 801-269-8200, or visit LifeTree. FreeResearch.com. Play Utah's best golf courses and save up to 60% off golf every time you play. That's right, save up to 60% off every time you tee it up on Utah's best golf courses. VIP Golf USA is Utah's best way to play and golf for less, even on weekends and holidays. Call VIP Golf USA at 888-784-7465. That's 888-784-7465. Or look them up on the web at VIPGolfUSA.com. Join VIP Golf USA and save every time you play. Now back to Sector 5.
Factor 5 Saturday night, uh, 24th of July edition here tonight at AM 630 K-Talk in Salt Lake City, k-talk.com, any place on the planet. We appreciate you tuning in tonight. It's 1020, Dickie and uh, let's see, Howard Taylor's here tonight. Spacey Dave's going to be on later. John, the comic book guy, will be in for his update and report on what's going on in the world of comics or graphic novels. Uh, we need to get to movies because we haven't touched on movies with Howard yet. Howard is a movie maniac just like I am, but somebody's on the line. Somebody from Sandy, uh, Ryder. Let's, uh, let me punch up Ryder here so we can get you in here. Ryder, Ryder, how you doing, buddy? How you doing? Doing good. Excellent. Ryder, you got something for Howard tonight? Yeah, I want to know what he thinks about the idea of having an audio theater CD with the comic books that have music scores, sound effects, and professional voice actors performing the comic book. Oh. You know what? I've seen some of those. I'm, I'm trying to remember uh, what the title was, but Marvel did one. Um, it's a neat blend of mediums, but for whatever reason, it's just never worked for me as a consumer. Now, as a businessman, I look at it and I think, you know what? I will let Marvel and uh, some of these other big publishers uh, take the risks, uh, live out there on the, the leading, bleeding edge, uh, produce these sorts of things, and if they take off, uh, maybe I'll consider finding some folks to uh, read Schlock Mercenary and set it to music. But for the time being, the the comic book purist in me wants to let you voice those characters in your head. And if you think it needs a soundtrack, well, hey, you know, you cure up, you cure up, cue up the Cure yeah. or uh, some Sting or there some uh, Vangelis, uh, whatever. What do you well, think? They tried it with the Bible, and it's called the Word of Promise, and it was supposed to be pretty big. But but what? Okay, but that's not like a comic book. And besides that, isn't like wrong in a way to that's let somebody not, else interpret what? I don't know. There's nothing wrong with that. Don't you have a relationship with the people that you kind of like read? I mean, in a way that you're saying, "I expect this." Right. I know, but I, th- I don't want. Uh, writers just uh, looking for you know mix in them take the mediums and mix them all together so it, it's a theater of the production like the old yeah, uh, it's you a, know, play. And I love the idea I love radio theater I, you know listen to the old yeah. shadow stuff I had a bunch yeah. of I had a stack of forty yeah. fives yeah. of uh, uh, the the shadow no it was awesome awesome great stuff. stuff yeah. Uh, Buck Rogers. Matter of fact, uh, Buck Rogers, the, the format of the old Buck Rogers newspaper strip mm-hmm. is actually uh, one of the inspirations for Schlock Mercenary. There and so go. I could totally see myself doing that sort of a radio theater thing, but I, <laughs> I'm i not ready to invest the time and the money in it right now because I've just got my hands full drawn pictures. I don't know. Hey, Ryder, do you think, uh, are, did you want to start your own company to do that? Well, I, I've always enjoyed it, and if it came out, I'd, I'd check it out. You'd buy it. Okay. okay. I'd Would like you? to sit back and, you know, something where I wouldn't even need the comic book. I could just put in a CD and have a little adventure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's like, uh, thank you, writer. Appreciate it. Have a great weekend, my friend. Right. Thanks for tuning in tonight. I appreciate the Sector I, I, 5 Radio. That's a great idea. idea. And, 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 it, and it is reminds me of, you know, well, you know they take, uh, you know, they abridge novels, etc. You know, Patricia Cornwall or, 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 or Da Vinci Code or whatever, and they do abridged novel versions. Why not take a comic and, you know, create an audio version of excitement? I mean, that's a good idea. Uh, it's yeah. I, I'm it's, my my mind is my, my mind is churning on it. Uh, another it's, it's on just it right another now. dollar or two for you. Well, <laughs> yeah. well, the trick the trick, and I, I've talked a little bit about business yeah. right now. The trick for me is that right now, uh, right now, my most uh, precious asset 
resource is time. If I had mm-hmm. more time, mm-hmm. yeah. I would experiment with more things. Last year, my big, big experiment was uh, Extreme Dungeon Mastery with Tracy Hickman, illustrating that book. Uh, my wife gave over huge amounts of her time to lay it out. And, uh, tell and us a little bit about that experience. Go ahead. Uh, well, in, in brief, what happened is Tracy gave this lecture on Extreme Dungeon Mastery, yeah. the book he wanted to publish yeah. at Life, the Universe, and Everything at, at BYU. And... Uh, and I sat down with him and said, well, you can't find a publisher? Really? And he said, no, I can't. But you're Tracy Hickman. Well, I know, I can't. <laughs> well, Tracy, you've got a big enough audience. You should do it yourself. And I handed him a schlock book and said, here, see, I did this myself. So you, you could certainly do something similar, mm-hmm. and I can show you how. Mm-hmm. And there was this disconnect because apparently what he heard was, I will be your publisher, and I would love to draw the pictures for you, <laughs> Mr. Hickman. I have um, the book in my and hand. And that was the... <laughs> That was the conversation that ended up taking place. As Tracy came back to me and said, right. would you please be my publisher? Okay. Would you draw the pictures? Yeah. And the result of all this was that I had the opportunity to mm-hmm. sit next to Tracy Hickman as a co-creator of Extreme Dungeon Mastery Isn't at Gen cool? Con and sign books. That's For, cool. In terms of business opportunities uh-huh. and marketing potential, uh-huh. that was a once-in-a-lifetime. And so that's what I spent my free, quote-unquote, time on last year. This year, uh, we've got other experiments in the works. Uh, we've got a new website coming online. We've been experimenting with uh, iPhone, iPad uh, applications. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the audiobook idea, or not the audiobook, but the, the radio play schlock mercenary idea, uh-huh. um, we actually talked about it four or five years ago. It's a neat idea. It's a fascinating idea. Unfortunately, it steps outside of the the resources that I have on hand. I'm mm-hmm. not a voice talent, mm-hmm. uh, and putting together a good audio production like that is kind of expensive. Well, you just happen to have some real voice talents right here in the studio tonight. Yeah, what do you mean? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> How are you doing? What, what character okay. would that be? I don't know. Anyways, okay. So uh, that that was an exciting opportunity, and I think that's really cool, and a lot of folks really enjoyed hearing you talk about uh, how you got together with Tracy and stuff. So let's talk about some of the other... some of the other folks that uh, you know out there in the writing community. We mentioned Brandon Sanderson earlier. Uh, you know Larry Correa, who's been on the show. Tracy Hickman's been here. John uh, Ringo. Is John Ringo is coming. Yes, he'll be. He talk, We're just working out nailing it down. But he's <laughs> but he's coming. And John has made a new book. They're working on a new project uh-huh. with Larry Correa. They're doing a joint project together yeah. right now. Okay. It's like That's advanced. Awesome. We had to get special permission. Oh. Bayon Books is uh, John Ringo's publisher, yes. Larry Correa's publisher. Yes. And Bayon does a really good job of getting the artists, or the, the artists, the authors in their stable to connect and write together. I think it's a, it's a cool thing. I discovered John Ringo by reading uh, John Ringo's uh, co-creation with David Weber, yep. The March Up Country. Yep. Yep. So, yep. And, and I read some of those, not all of those, but... But yeah. I, I thought this would be kind of neat to even talk about the Tracy Curtis Hickman's thing that uh, Howard drew for him. I mean, there's some really funny funny cartoons and things in the book. You I know mean, what I found? I found that reading one of my comics mm-hmm. over the radio mm-hmm. falls completely flat, and so I just don't do it. <laughs> the visual is just... But the visual is not look there. look at some of the stuff. You can hit some <laughs> links and look at it on your page, can't you? Okay. Uh, yeah. I don't know that I've got XDM samples up there, but yeah, if you hit schlockmercenary.com, you can get a, a, plenty yeah. of samples on my right, Go take humor. a look at that. Uh, I, I, I also wanted to... Go, uh, let me revisit the web thing just real quick, Please. because we kind of dropped off and went into other things and had some fun with the writer who called in. Um, but when it comes to getting the word out, I know you said tell all your friends, tell your Facebook friends, tell a friend, tell a person, tell it this. But, you know, I mean, like, for example, you have 
a gazillion people, I'm sure, who are your friend or Facebook or, or follow you around, whatever. My wife has a Facebook page that's, I think, uh, 1,200 people or something like that that kind of follows Not her around. Not bad. Um, and then she has a she also has Tranquility Circle uh, uh, as a Facebook page, which I think has about 500 people or 600 followers there. So, I mean, yeah, she's in, in touch with a lot of folks, and she talks to them about a lot of things. And, and, and that's a, a lot of that came out of the fact that her and I did radio here in Salt Lake City together, right. you know, at, at 94.1 for years and years. Um, and and she, by the way, she will be back here with the show, too. Her, her own show is going to be uh, coming up in a couple of weeks. Oh, fantastic. But uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. But she, um, you know, she, you know, likes to sit there, and I have, a, I have, a tr- I have trouble with that. Oh, yeah, I have a Facebook page. Sector 5 Radio has a Facebook page. I have a problem just sitting, you know, in front of a screen and just chatting for hours. I don't like sitting in front of the computer much. Yeah. Uh, I I do it more than I should. Yeah. Um, And... And marketing yourself online is not an exercise in sitting in front of the computer a lot. Mm-hmm. Marketing yourself online is an exercise in providing compelling daily content and hoping that what you are providing is going to strike a chord with somebody mm-hmm. who will then tell two friends and they tell two friends and so on and so yeah, on and so on. Exactly. Um, one thing that one thing that happens a lot on the internet. There are a lot of people out there who are like me. Who have you know large online followings mm-hmm. and who love to consume, you know various media. Uh, if I discover a book that I love, I'll blog about it. Okay, and That's and cool. off it goes. And so, somebody who's who's starting up and trying to market themselves, your goal is to produce something that somebody who already has a large following will notice and love and blog about so that so that you know you now get to ride coattails for long enough to build your own audience your that own loyal following that's great advice howard taylor ladies and gentlemen schlock mercenary and a lot more yet to come tonight uh we're going to get into the movies with howard he and i both love movies and we're going to try not to give away too many plot points about what's going on out there right now i'm dickie shannon you're listening to sector 5 radio at AM 630 K-Talk. Thanks for hey, listening. this is Jake the Computer Guy from PC Laptops. It's back to school time, and normally I'm all bummed out because summer rules. But not this year because I just got a brand new PC Laptops Titan i7 computer featuring the Intel Core i7 processor. A lot of companies build crappy computers. These companies beat the snot out of you trying to sell you a rip-off extended warranty. If any store tries to sell you an extended warranty, just say, don't rip me off, and head straight to PC Laptops. All new PC Laptops desktop computers come with a lifetime service and parts warranty. Nobody else does that. Okay, and to make it extra fluffy, we're doing zero down, zero interest for a whole year on any new PC Laptops computer. OAC. Interest is accrued during promotional period and minimum payment required. Plus, if you have a student or faculty ID, we'll give you an extra $100 off any new computer. So get into any one of our nine locations right now or call us at 1-877-596-SAVE or check us out at PCLaptops.com. PC Laptops, we love you. Hey, it's the Wasatch Shadows Super Sale. Everything is on sale from 10 to 50% off. That's right, I said everything. All trees, shrubs, and evergreens are on sale right now, starting at 20% off, with many varieties as much as 50% off. But that's not all. Every ground cover, every juniper, every vine are also on sale. Take time to smell the roses. They are big and full of blooms. And you guessed it, they are on sale. If you're doing a little cleanup and pruning... 
Now is the time to save on the right tool for the right job because all the garden tools and garden apparel at Wasatch Shadows are on sale right now. And this is the really big news. You know all those never-on-sale items like decorative bark, topsoil, and Nutramulch. They're on sale now at Wasatch Shadows. This is a sale you don't want to miss. If you need it, you want it, or you've been thinking about it, now's the time to act because it's on sale now at Wasatch Shadows Nursery in Sandy off I-15, just west of Rio Tinto Stadium. Have you lost money in the stock market? Did your broker make you broker? Did your broker not fully explain the risk in your portfolio? Do you feel they did not have your best interest in mind? At ACON and Associates, we focus in providing confidence and peace of mind to businesses and individuals alike. If you've been wronged in the market or by the broker, call ACON and Associates for a free consultation. Call 801 854 1200. 801 854 1200. So, why am I here? I'm here to tell you that you've just got to listen. And now we rejoin Sector 5. They were pretty smart, but you got being right down to an art. You think you're a genius, you drive me up the wall. You're a regular original, I know it all. Rocket scientist. I don't know. Howard, uh, are we anywhere close here? Uh, to me being a rocket yeah, scientist? At all? Anywhere close? I'm more of a rocket surgeon. <laughs> okay, I like that. All righty. Very small model <laughs> rockets. All righty. That's Howard uh, Taylor tonight, ladies and gentlemen, our VIP guest star in Sector 5 Radio, at least for another uh, yeah, 20 minutes or so uh, here tonight. And Howard and I are just uh, you know, amazingly weird and wacky movie buffs. And I know he's gone to way more movies this year than I have, but I just want to run the list by uh, uh, by everybody tonight uh, on listening to Sector okay, 5. Okay, here Go comes ahead. the list. You ready? Hit How it. to Train Your Dragon, The A-Team, Inception, Toy Story 3, Alice in Wonderland, Iron Man 2. Those are my top six, and those are the ones that I currently think are awesome. Movies that I enjoyed, but that were not actually awesome. Uh, starting at number seven, Salt, The Sorcerer's Apprentice, Night and Day, Robin Hood, Despicable Me, Shrek, Forever After, uh, Kick-Ass, Pr- Prince of Persia, Sands of Time, The Loser, Clash of the Titans, Wolfman, Predators, Percy Jackson and the Olympians, The Bounty Hunter, Repo Men, Cop Out, and Book of Eli. That takes us to number 23, the last two, which are movies that I regret not seeing, but I regret that those movies were ever made, were uh, The Last Airbender and Legion, and we don't need to talk about either of those. Um, Captain Proton. Yeah, we we just don't. Um, but I think that the best movie this year has yeah. been How to Train Your Dragon. And why is that? What's 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 special about Dragon? How to Train Your Dragon. I went into it expecting a coming of age tale mm-hmm. with a little mixture of oh we shouldn't be fighting we can actually be friends. Okay. And what I got was the epic 
heroic monomyth cycle compressed into 95 minutes and kind of turned upside down. And when you say the heroic monomyth, you're talking about uh, you're talking about the stuff that uh, uh, Joseph Campbell in his book Hero of a Thousand yeah. Faces, uh, George Lucas. The, the Star Wars uh, movies are modeled after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dune books are yep. modeled after that. When you look at uh, when you look at what Joseph Campbell is talking about, he was actually pulling it from uh, you know religions and mythologies worldwide. And what How to Train Your Dragon did is it it was very true to all of those elements, so that it resonated with us and it made uh, Hiccup, who is our protagonist in that movie, mm-hmm. it made him not just a movie hero, but it made him feel like a real hero. And it, it, was, it was just phenomenally powerful in that regard. That's right. But yeah. don't you think that maybe there was a little bit of, hey, if I really copy enough stuff and I put it together, maybe it's a little predictable? Nope. I don't think that at all. You're wrong. Okay. Moving well, on. There we're you wrong. go. There okay. we go. We're wrong. <laughs> All right. Now, now, you do. Do you actually do you uh, like uh, you know blog on your site about everything you see? Do you, do you usually? I put try a, to, and yeah. that's because it's then a tax deduction for me to go to the movies Friday morning. <laughs> yeah, I well, never thought about it that ads, way. Ads run on my site. Wow. You know, next to the blog. Yeah. Um, on days when I well, I shouldn't say days. On days after mm-hmm. I see the movie, when that blog post is right. up. The ad revenue is usually up enough to have covered the movie ticket, and so hey. it's very justifiable as a business expense. No, I love that, uh, Captain. Can we get like a business thing going uh, here where we can go see well, the movies yes, every actually, week? We just we've have to go see the five dollar and fifty cent matinee instead of <laughs> seeing it. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. Yeah. We can actually go see four dollars. Well, oh, really? Four dollars? <laughs> <laughs> Don't go that far. Uh, okay, let's talk about what's out uh, right now that I haven't seen. So we're not going to do any spoilers tonight, guys. Uh, we promised that. Uh, Howard and I were talking about. You said you hadn't seen Predators. I haven't haven't seen Predators. I haven't seen Predators, but people uh, that I I know who have saw it have seen it. Have darn gone to see it. Uh, Basically, more or less liked it. It You know, it's not on my awesome list. It's in my list of things that I was glad I saw. It was fun. The thing that disappointed me about the film is that it could have been awesome if they'd had somebody sit down and tweak the dialogue so that it wasn't action movie predictable. Mm. There were lines that I saw coming that uh, that were just straight textbook predictable. Yeah. And if you look at movies like The Dark Knight, mm-hmm. the dialogue yeah. is, is every bit as iconic, every bit as wonderful, but right. it's not predictable. Right. So you need a scriptwriter like myself who... Who's written you several? Know, you need to have, really you need have Dickie and Howard come and rewrite yes, the movie. You. For thank you, you very Hollywood. much. I'm glad you said that, Howard. Thank you so very much. Uh, by the way, any producers or directors looking for a, a monster movie set in the Salt Flats, please call me. Um, <laughs> I always get a shameless plug in for my monster, well, my to, monster movie I wrote. It's, but it's great. really great. It's as a long great as, yeah, movie. Yeah. Uh, somebody just needs to make it, um, and, and it's cheap. You can make it really cheap. I mean, it's, it's the Salt Flats. Uh, okay. Listen, uh, let's talk about, uh, this one has me intrigued, and, and I think it's going to be one of those movies that, um, over time, kind of develops this kind of cult buzz thing that happens You're over time. You're talking about Inception. Inception. Uh, I think that Inception yeah. is this generation's Matrix. Oh, really? I really think it is. Wow. I really think it is. Uh, I came out of Matrix being... Matrix we're talking about. I, t- I came out of Matrix right. being right. amazed because it really tapped into that vein of, you know, what if I had the source code to the universe and the opportunity yep. to recompile? That's right. Um, and Inception 
uh, Inception d- does that a little bit with lucid dreaming and mm-hmm. you know multiple levels of lucid dreaming and and eh, I'm not saying that it's definitely going to be this generation's mm-hmm. matrix, but mm-hmm. it has that same th- that same sort of thoughtfulness to it. Um, I loved the film, and I came out of the movie. I came out of the movie thrilled by it. It did not have predictable dialogue. The pacing at the end of the film, uh, when I looked at the the uh, cinematographic techniques, I don't even know how to pronounce that word. Um, the techniques used by the cinematographer mm-hmm. to establish pacing uh, were brilliant. Every so often, you know, when you cut to another group of people doing another set of things. Mm-hmm. Um, the the techniques that they were using in order I don't want to give anything away the things <laughs> they were doing in order to keep the pace yeah, up and keep the tension up yeah. all the way to the end of the film were stunningly effective to where I, I wasn't quite grabbing the edge of my seat because I'm sort of you know jaded yeah. but uh, wow I love that movie uh, you know what that's I mean you can't get much of a bigger re- recommendation considering the laundry list that you have seen. Well, that was number three on my list. Um, hey, wait a second. You didn't say anything about uh, uh, Eclipse or Twilight or anything. Twilight, Eclipse. Um, I, I mean, joked about why. going to see that one week. Did you really? When, yeah, Did and you really? my, fans, my fans actually told me, we don't want you to review that movie because <laughs> we want you to spend your time doing things that we will enjoy. <laughs> That's really valuable. So, yeah, they've... And, <laughs> We have a cure for the for Twilight fans. It's called Monster Hunter International. You read that book. Vampires only sparkle when you set them on fire. <laughs> yes, that's uh, with napalm. And, uh, okay. and if, All right, you, right. if you have a need to see a werewolf with his shirt off, make sure it has a few forty-four caliber slugs in it. Okay, let's ask you about the phenomenon, which is the which is the re. Uh, let's see the repackaging of stuff, and uh, you know, I I remember reading a piece by James Cameron because uh, they had to ask him, of course, about you know about his own amazing 3D technology. Mm-hmm. Avatar was just for me a stunning experience. Yep. It was like going to another planet. It, Avatar was the technological marvel. Yeah, it, it was this generation's Star Wars yeah. in terms of the technology, yes. the breakthroughs. Yes. He invented stuff to make that movie. That's that right. was amazing. Ac- absolutely. And so they were asking him about, you know, like Clash of the Titans and stuff like that, stuff that they were converting, the Hollywood conversion. That was bad. You know, where they were doing. Now, now, guys, you got. I'm not sure how many people are if, if, listening are aware of this. They have a conversion process that in like six, seven, eight weeks, they can take a filmed in 2D movie and create, quote, a 3D version, which is really crappy. It doesn't work at all. Well, it uses the same it. sort. It uses the same sort of technology that they use. That you know, Ted Turner was using to do colorizing. Like colorizing, exactly. Hang that. Now, hold that thought, uh, Howard. Howard Taylor, ladies and gentlemen, Schwack Mercenary, and many, many other things. Uh, for those of you who already know, Howard will be uh, with us for about another fifteen minutes. And we want to wrap up the movie thing, and we're going to find out what uh, future projects and other ideas Howard has in store for us all here. Thanks for listening to Sector Five Radio tonight. I'm Dickie Shannon. You're on AM six thirty. K-Talk, k-talk.com. This is Vicki Shannon, station manager of AM630 K-Talk Radio. It has come to my attention that Congressman Jim Matheson and his entourage have declined multiple offers to appear on K-Talk with a host of his choice. We regret that one of our 
outspoken public servants, feels the voting listeners of our station are not worthy of his valuable time. The offer to visit our listeners on KTalk AM 630 is still open. The egg is in your basket, Jim. We have to be strong to deal with the possibilities of a financial crisis. My plan to invest our state reserves in gold can make us billions of dollars and solve our state's financial woes. The world has changed. We must decrease the size of our government and eliminate liberal programs. I'm Richard Martin, and as your governor, you will see significant changes. Republican delegates, I seek your vote. Paid for by the Richard Martin for Governor campaign. Sector 5 with Chief Security Officer Dickie Shannon. It's been a hard day's night, and I've been working like a dog. It's been a hard day's night, I should be sleeping like a log. But when I get home to you, I find the things that you do will make me feel John Paul George Ringo, thank you very much, and uh, it's, it hasn't been that much of a hard day's night, unless you were in the uh, Days of 47 Parade today, in which case, uh, wow, it was a little toasty, but it's always toasty on uh, Days of 47 Parade Day. Uh, 1045 here at Salt Lake City, another hot summer night. I'm Dickie Shannon, Howard Taylor, for about another 15 minutes here with us tonight. We really, 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 really are grateful for you showing up tonight. Good to be here, Dickie. I'm having a great time. Good. I'm glad you're having fun. So let's talk about, uh, where do we live? We wanted to touch on something real quick. Uh, we're talking about the 3D Yeah, the 3D conversion stuff. process and stuff before we get to some of your other uh, ideas and projects and things. It doesn't sit really well. Clash of the Titans is coming out on DVD here shortly. Um, but it, that's that kind of uh, chicanery, let's be nice. I'll just use that word. Uh, I, you know, I look at it and I see that, I, I compared it to Ted Turner's, you know, colorization, yeah. where they were inventing color data, but they were inventing color data that, that made sense based on the algorithms that they had for you know the, the shapes right. and whatnot on the screen. That's right. They're doing the same sort of thing with 3D. And the reason they're doing it is that they're looking at 3D as something that draws people into the theater. Mm-hmm. I've seen several 3D movies this year. Um, How to Train Your... Dragon and Avatar was actually last year. Those two were brilliant and never... The, the 3D never knocked me out of the mm-hmm. show at all. Mm-hmm. Alice in Wonderland, mm-hmm. which uh, they did, they retrofit the 3D on some of the live action stuff. Yeah. But they did have, on the computer generated stuff, they did have the ability to go back and generate an additional genuine point of view for the second eye. Mm-hmm. Um, Alice in Wonderland was rough uh, in terms of 3D. Clash of the Titans I saw in 2D, and I'm glad I did. Because I had friends tell me that it was just uh, it was just it was, awful. Yeah, it was just awful. Yeah, I heard the same thing as well. Um, yeah. I think that what's going to happen is uh, the thing that's expensive about making a movie is not putting an extra camera there. It's getting everybody else in place. And so I think that moving forward, we're going to see more and more films shot with the second camera so that they can do 3D if they need to because they're going to realize right. that retrofitting for 3D is a lot like shooting in black and white and then wishing you'd shot in color. That's a good description. I agree. I, I totally agree with that. And when are they going to... I don't know. Do you have any... Uh, 
Uh, have you done any reading about the technology, the 3D technology? Because now, you know, 3D televisions are coming out little by little, but it's still one of those things. Everybody sits on the couch and puts on those stupid glasses. When are they going to? They have they have the capability of making holographic television screens. Why why can't the, you why? know the the technology is expensive and the yeah. the problem with it is that for the technology to take off, yeah. uh, you have to have a large enough install base of people who are interested in paying the premium for it. True. We didn't see flat screens for a long time because even though the technology was available in 1993, yeah. Yeah. we didn't see people see people deploying it until you had early adopters willing to pony up five and ten thousand dollars for a flat panel that was you know the size of a, you know your current computer monitor that's right um, yeah, that's true so it's it's just going to take time uh, yeah as the economy of scales rolls out and everything you know they start making eight trillion of them then and, and you know what they can't wait to do it you you and I both know because I mean look at Stephen Jobs uh, he can't wait to make iPhone 5. I mean, mm-hmm. he's he's sitting there going, oh, okay, well, this is what gets get to work on it. Uh, With all the problems the I current mean, one, then I can understand. Yeah. You know what? I'm I'm excited to see what uh, what comes next. I love the idea that the competition among the technology providers, right. competition for my dollar, right. makes them work harder to give me something I'm going to love. Well, what are you? Are you using, are you using I or Droid? What do you? What do you? I'm doing? A, I'm an iPhone an user. I okay. Um, we've got an iPhone application for for reading Schlock Mercenary. Oh, do you? Uh, but we are coming out with. I say we're coming out with. My iPhone developer is looking at, into Android because we recognize that uh, we don't want to be locked into one platform mm-hmm. and. Uh, what we want to be, what we want to be a part of, is this mobile revolution. So yeah, and you know what? I got. I have to admit, uh, I haven't kept up with that kind of stuff. I haven't had to. So you know, why? You know, you don't bother if you don't have to. Um, but I, I, you know, I admit it wasn't that long ago. You know, if I go back just fifteen or twenty or thirty, you know, twenty-five years ago, that you know what? I was pretty much fascinated by the next cool thing too. Mm-hmm. Uh, not so much anymore, simply because I don't, I don't use it. If you use it, then oh, and, and if you find the need for that, I mean, truly, not just the gotta have it thing, but if you really have the need, you, I can see having the need for that. That's very important to you. But we're going to use my iPhone. I've got an app on my iPhone called Swipe. Um, That's which cool. allows me to process credit cards. And so when I'm at Gen Con, my iPhone and my oh, wife's iPhone okay. are going to function as part of our uh, commission of commerce. That's really cool. So I didn't it, even plugs know that into, it plugs into our, uh, our vendor account with, I forget what you know vendor we're using yeah. to collect yeah. Visa, Amex, all that stuff. That's neat. Um, yeah, it, it's really cool. And... Um, I didn't even know those things were possible <laughs> until I got an iPhone and thought, That's well, right. let's see what this thing can do. Right. And now that I hold it in my hand all the time, I can't live without it. Okay, iPad. iPad I don't have yet, um, but I've looked at the yes, I've looked at the Schlock Mercenary <laughs> comic on the iPad, yeah. and I realized that uh, short of getting the books, the iPad mm-hmm. experience for reading Schlock Mercenary mm-hmm. is just the best experience you can have with the comic. It's that, Howard, that's what I like it, too. It's because of, of that color capability. Mm-hmm. I, I saw an article. This was about, we are talking about several months ago, but there was, a, uh, there was an iPad article about Wired Magazine. 
and how Wired had created this whole new version of Wired magazine, which makes sense for the for, iPad. For, yeah. Just for the iPad, some of the pictures were motion video. Mm-hmm. You'd, you'd click to a page or whatever, and like you know, the Toy Story guys would you know you know start dancing on the screen or whatever. It was actual true motion video, and some of it was 3D, etc. But I could see how that could be very very appealing, very attractive. Well, and what's fascinating is that I, I honestly think that in the in the e-reader, we talked mm-hmm. about e-books before, yeah, yeah. in the e-reader competition, um, the e-paper, which yeah. is what Kindle and Nook use, I think e-paper is dead. And the reason why is that e-paper is designed to be readable in the same way paper is, so yes. there's no glare. Yes. Um, but it doesn't do color, and it's very slow to update. The iPads... Uh, the 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 uh, the pad type slate type computers yes, yes. Um, are designed to do color and to be read under multiple lighting, but in bright light they're hard to read. That's right. Um, I think that the iPad folks, those screen manufacturers, are going to solve the glare problem long before the e-paper people solve the color and refresh problem. And so if we see mm-hmm. another generation of Kindles mm-hmm. be successful as something other than kindling, pardon the pun, <laughs> um, they will be using, they will be using yeah. flat panel uh, yeah. color technology instead of well, paper. You're right. It would seem to me, not being the, the, the technological brain that you are, it would seem to me that it would make sense that it would be easy, relatively speaking, for Apple engineers to create an anti-glare push this button if you're outside in the yeah. sun boom and you have an anti-glare feature or something that yeah. pops on yeah i mean i don't know how exactly that's going to work but yeah. i think that they're going to solve the problem first and yeah. we're going to see we're going to see android and uh, ios uh flat panels right. uh dominate the marketplace even right. though i mean right now amazon is saying that uh, uh ebooks are outselling uh Outselling hardbacks on their Kindle, so that's what they're saying, and and I, you know, I I've heard that same thing too. And we can totally know. trust them to report well, accurate numbers to us from their store on their device <laughs> without any need of, of outside auditing. Of Absolutely, course, of course, we'll take their word. We'll for I'm sorry, did I let my did I let my yeah. did I let my inner <laughs> no, cynic out on yeah. too long of a leash no, there? No, 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 no. You're <laughs> fine. You're fine. I think all of us who uh, tune into AM six thirty K Talk Radio have a little bit of that. Um, you know, I wonder about the truth here. Let's see the facts. Let's see the figures. One of the things we try to do uh, every day, Monday through Friday, uh, and uh, in, in our political discussions that a lot of the guys do during the week is we. one of the things I insist on is I, I tell them all the time, I don't care if you have an opinion. Everybody has an opinion. doesn't matter to me, but if you're going to go and say, oh, you know what, uh, there's you know, X amount of barrels leaking in the Gulf, or there's this, that, or the or BP did this, or whatever, then I want to see the facts. Yeah. I mean, I want three sources. You tell me where those three sources are that corroborate all those facts, or at least come and close. And they need to not all three yeah. be Wikipedia pages. Absolutely. Wikipedia. <laughs> Hello. Stop it. Okay. Listen, we're down to about five minutes left in, in, in tonight. Again, it's been delightful. But what's going on in the future for Howard Taylor? Uh, first and foremost, I have 11 books worth of schlock on the web, <laughs> and I've only got six of them in print. Okay. And so my next two years are full of me and uh, Travis Walton, who I recently engaged as a colorist, uh, and Sandra, who does, Sandra's my wife, uh, okay. who does all of our layout and design for the books. Great. Uh, the three of us are going to be uh, busting our collective uh, <laughs> elbows and tailbones, getting the rest of the schlock catalog in print. Okay. Um,
after that, uh, I want to write prose. Oh, really? I do. I'm I I have always fancied myself a science fiction or epic fantasy novelist. Um, I think I know how to tell a good story. I just haven't had the opportunity to uh, paint a picture worth a thousand words using the thousand words instead of the picture. I understand. You, so you, 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 you kind of been distracted, Howard. I mean, you've got all these other things that you naturally <laughs> gravitated to first, right? Yeah. First you come in, and this all comes natural. Oh, look, I draw these little pictures, and I write this funny stuff. Oh, this really works. Okay, so what you you end up, you know, you're attracted by that. You go, it works. We, we talked about the dinosaur pictures earlier when you were, you know, six, six or whatever. Uh, so that is that is who you are, or, 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 or that's part of your journey. Yeah. I shouldn't say that. Part of your journey. So now... As you go through these passages, I can understand that. I've done the same thing, gone through these passages, going, well, you know, there's something else I have in me. I, yeah, I want to try this. And so, yeah, and, and I think you would be great. You're, you're, you know, you're smart, you're talented. All the stuff you do right now is it's clever, creative, and, and let's, just, let's just say brilliant, right? Okay, oh, well, thank let's you. just get it out there. Uh, and so why not sit down? And, and write that adventure, uh, whatever it is. Would, would, would you be more inclined to go with, you know, traditional Asimov-style science fiction, or maybe are we talking about the adventure kind of science fiction um, or something like that? To be honest with you, I'm not sure. I love yeah. stories that have interesting characters in yeah. them and epic backdrops yeah. and a a sensible sort of interaction between the two. Okay. Um, I, I've, you know, I've got a lot of fun ideas. One of the things that I found in podcasting with uh, Brandon Sanderson and Dan Wells mm-hmm. at uh, Writing Excuses, writingexcuses.com, um, is that ideas for these sorts of things are dirt cheap. I can come up with, I got more ideas than I know how to know how to write stories for. Uh, and so I can't tell you what the idea is going to be. Uh, I can tell you, b- because there's just so many to choose from, mm-hmm. but I can tell you that it's going to be fun, there's going to be humor implicit in the characters, but it's not going to be sitcom-type humor. Um, there's going to be adventure, there's going to be there's going to be big ideas, there's going to be a little bit of social satire. So, romance? romance yeah, oh, yeah, romance. I'll tell some romance. Yeah, I, mean, see some romance. I try not to put too much romance in the comic, <laughs> because I have to draw pictures. <laughs> Good night, kids. Show's over now, folks. Sorry. No, really, we got to like, we're down to the last couple of minutes. Missionary, the adult version. Yeah, no, no, we're I not like going to that. uh, That's exciting. Some um, really cool things in your future. I know you're, there's going to be some exciting things coming out uh, uh, in, in the future. And keep up with the Schlock Mercenary forever. Um, I yeah. made the commitment long ago that yeah. Schlock Mercenary would be online at schlockmercenary.com, fresh, daily, and in color every day, uh, forever. Or until I die. Okay, so, that could be a long time. Uh, so if I like have to, if if at age eighty <laughs> I have to hire somebody else to start doing the right, work, right? Um, mm. It's you know what I'll I'll pull a Jim Davis. Okay, I'll be a billion dollar empire head. And you can go just sit on your uh, you and your wife can go sit on the island and you know I would be more than happy to sit on an island. Put, I put your toes in the sand and mm-hmm. just relax. Just can I have can I have little umbrellas in <laughs> in fruity drinks? You can have all the umbrellas you want because. You know what? People will be flocking to whatever it is you you guys put out. So, uh, you know, best wishes on all your projects. Uh, best wishes uh, to you and your wife on uh, these future you know island romances that obviously you have planned. <laughs> uh, and and thank you for being on our show tonight. We're I'm counting down the seconds here. I'm sorry. So I'm just watching because I don't want to cut anybody off, and I don't want to just you know chop you off. Go, I just said Howard Mike. Uh, we appreciate you being here tonight. And if you want to say anything to everybody, now's the time to do it. 
Uh, well, first of all, thank you, Dickie, for uh, having me on the show. I've had a great time. Uh, dear listener, um, if there's something that you want to do that you love doing, uh, do it a little bit every day. Uh, get good at it. Put it where people can see it. And, uh, and keep believing that that makes a difference. That's great advice. Howard Taylor, everybody. Thank you very much. Woohoo! That's it for uh, Howard's two hours tonight of superstardom <laughs> here on AM 630 K-Talk, talkcom Howard Taylor, thank you very much. The Geek Hour is next with all the Sector 5 team members. I'm Dickie Shannon. Thanks for tuning in tonight. The voice of Utah. The sound of freedom. AM 630 KTKK Sandy Salt Lake City. This is K-Talk. CNN Radio, I'm Rick Vincent. Amid heightened tensions with North Korea, the United States and South Korea have started three days of joint military exercises. Mike Chinoy, author of Meltdown,